What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Vildi Out of Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about cash fish. Not to be confused with catfish, you know, where people fall in love with unrealistically attractive people online before realizing they're a troll that live in their mother's basement. Also, not to be confused with hatfish, you know, where the guy looks super hot while he's wearing his hat. And then when he takes that joint off, you realize that he's got the George Jefferson hairline going on. Cashfish is where people <laughs> where people start communicating and often get into relationships with people who are very financially attractive online. But then in reality, it turns out that they're not uh, financially attractive at all at the end of the day. So you say, DeVille, DeVille, how? Would somebody find themselves in a predicament where they be intertwined with a cash fish? Relax, I'm gonna tell you. In order for you to get cash fish, a lot of the prerequisites are the same as being catfish. There has to be a certain amount of neediness or desperation, I think, for you to be able to um, so easily just fall for the games these people are running on you so just for example a young lady may meet a guy and he's you know he, he tell you about his he has these businesses or he has this great career so on and so forth and he's just automatically head over heels in love with you can't live without you he's ready to move in with you he's ready to fly you across the country pay your rent do whatever it is that you need done at that moment now, to most people that would issue a red flag immediately, but not to the cash fish victim. Because the cash fish cash fish victim is ready and willing to accept this because these are the prerequisites they're they're already looking for. They're already looking for someone to come in and step in and provide a certain amount of stability that they're missing in their life. So, the same way that the catfish is looking for somebody to kind of uh, validate them, you know, an attractive person or popular person to come in and validate them through their relationship, the cash fish victim is the same, but it's, but it's all um, monetarily, you know what I mean? So, they'll just go right down that rabbit hole off the top. I've seen this a hundred times. And I have different people that I know um, or that I've bumped into throughout just everyday life that have been victims of catfish. So, relax. DeVille's going to try to give you a couple of things to look out for when uh, dating, especially online. Because it's kind of easy to spot a, a catfish in real life, right? Because, you know, you meet a guy and... You know, he, he immediately starts talking about all these things he has and all this money that he has. But 
if you meet this person in in person it's easy to to figure out that they're full of shit because you can see immediately that they're not able to produce anything but when you're dealing with the cash fish online they got a little time because normally these are people who are like overseas or they are they generally live in another state another city there's usually distance between the two of you so it's harder for you to be able to um actually pinpoint what they do and what they don't have because this person could be sitting around telling you that they have you know two thousand square foot three thousand for i don't know what square foot of a house <laughs> a good house is to be honest with you that's something i've never interested in but they tell you they got this nice big house they drive a particular kind of car they work for a particular company they have this and that degree and these are things that you can't verify because they live too far from you for you to just ride by the house if you meet somebody at the club <clears throat> you meet somebody at the club and they say yeah i got this nice house over in so and so you can invite yourself over there you can say well hey i'm gonna stop by and then you know they don't have the house but when it's online and you have that distance in between you it's no way to do that you just kind of got to take their word for you so they're able to just build you up and build you up and build you up until it all comes crashing down because eventually it comes crashing down because it always comes crashing down because it's going to get to a point it always gets to a point where that person has to actually produce they're either going to make some type of promise to you or something and they're not going to be able to follow through with it so how do you avoid being caught up with a cash fish couple red flags to look for number one that old saying grammy used to tell us since the beginning of time if it sounds too good to be true it's probably not so you meet this guy he's single let me back up a little bit so you can he's single you know what i mean he's making a great uh, a great amount of money or he's on the verge of making a lot of money. He's just openly willing to talk about his financial situation without even really too much pride. See, key to that is most men uh, that really have something going on are kind of hesitant to let people know that they have something going on. Especially, well, let me rephrase that. Most men that I have something going on financially who are actually out here actively dating and seeking relationships are hesitant to let people know what they have going on because it always puts you in a vulnerable spot. Because if you if you're you know you're that six figure guy, whatever, and you're going around telling every girl that you date that you're the six figure guy, you're never really able to gauge whether that person is there because of you. Or because you're that six-figure guy. So most guys that are that are financially stable in that way and they, they're actually um, looking for relationships, they're kind of hesitant to let it be known, you know, how well they're doing. I know DeVille D.I. doesn't really, doesn't really uh, expose what I have going on to people that I don't know or that I haven't known for a while. I mean, there are certain things that I'll say, but when it comes down to uh, figures... Mm-mm, not gonna get that if a guy's automatically throwing out figures and numbers yeah you're probably getting cash fish 
Another way, another way to spot a whether or not you're being catfish. This guy, this attractive, single, and financially stable guy falls head over heels in love with you in a matter of days, weeks, or months, just too quickly, especially if he's never seen you before. That is a big red flag because you're gonna tell me this guy's attractive, financially stable, and what's the other one that I said? Single. And he's living in this city, away from you, and he don't have no Pontang on deck. This guy's got Pontang on deck. <clears throat> Has to. Has to. You can't have all three of those and can't tell me that he's not getting no trim. Okay, maybe he's a church guy. Maybe, you know, he's conserving himself. But he's still, at some point, dealing with somebody locally. It's just how it is. You got dudes out here who are broke that got hoes. Oh, my damn, did I say hoes? You got, <laughs> you got guys out here that are broke that have a starting lineup. So you're going to try to tell me that this guy who is financially stable, attractive, and single has got nothing going on except you miles away from him. Don't fall for it, ladies. You're being cash fish. What's the last one? The biggest red flag. They never produce. They never produce. They're always making promises. They're going to get this done. They're going to get that done. And they're making those promises way too quick. They're, and see, people, because there are people out there who are financially stable to the point where they'll just say, hey, oh, you need what done? I got you. I'll do that for you. It's no problem. Because I know, like for me, for instance, you know, there's certain people that's around me that if I got it, they can get it, you know, and I'm not even looking for anything in return. So, yeah, there are guys out there who are going to say, okay, you need what? Okay, that's no problem. But they produce. They produce. They don't do a lot of this. They do a lot of this. Remember that. I just did a little hand motion for those of y'all that are just listening on the podcast. <clears throat> um, they, they produce. But if that guy's just willing to, you know, just throws around things like, yeah, I'm going to fly you out to Dubai. Never met this guy. Never seen him in life. He doesn't know if you got a dangling or not. And you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna believe that he's ready to fly you out to Dubai, or that he's ready to buy you a house, or you know, or, or a vehicle, or whatever it may be. Don't fall for it, man. Don't be uh, naive enough to go for that, man. You're gonna end up out here looking real goofy when that guy shows up looking like Homer Simpson <laughs> with a, a trash bag full of clothes on your doorstep, and now you're trying to figure out how you gonna get rid of homie. Don't get cash, don't get cash fished out here, man. It's not cute. So, for those of y'all out there that may be listening to this, at this point you're saying, DeVille, DeVille, I don't went down the rabbit hole. I think I may be getting cash fished. How can I confirm this? Okay, now, I'm going to give you my expert amateur advice on how to figure out whether or not this guy is a cash fish or is he legit. Walk with me now. When talking about his career, most of the time, y'all are probably asking questions, just the wrong questions. Your average person would ask something like, how long have you been doing whatever the career is? Instead, 
DeVille says, ask them, when did you start doing this? Because they can throw a little generalization out there. Uh, I've been doing it for about six years. Ask them, when did you start? What month was it? You remember? Ask them the same thing with if they tell you they have this great home that they just bought because they always just bought it. They just bought it. Instead of asking them how long they had the house, ask them what was your closing date? Because everybody who's bought the house knows what their closing date was because that was a beautiful, magical event that came at the end of a whole bunch of uh, hoops that they had the hoops and hurdles that they had to jump through to get to that point. Say, what's your closing date? If they got those two down packed, you might be dealing with a legit dude. Still could be a cash fish though. You never know. Be careful. Another way to see if you're dealing with a cash fish. The guys, he's talking the big talk. He's got this. He's got that. He's ready to do whatever for you. He'll help you out. He's ready to buy whatever. Ask him for something. Ask him for something tangible. 50 bucks. Send me 50 bucks. Cash at me 50 bucks. Cash at me 100 bucks. Why so low to feel? Because most people, now I'm not going to say most people because I might be reaching, but <clears throat> if the guy is good the way he's saying he is, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, that's a date. That's a um, that's a date, and that's kind of low-balling, depending on where in the country you live or where in the world you live. 50 bucks, 100 bucks, it's probably how much he spend at the bar on just a regular night watching a game or something like that. See if he sends that hundred bucks over. You know, if he starts saying something about, uh, you know, my check, I just got it, but my account has been frozen because somebody stole my, uh, <clears throat> somebody stole my identity, working it out with the bank, trying to figure it out with the bank. He starts giving you all these reasons and all these runarounds why he can't send 50 to a hundred bucks. You're probably dealing with a cash fish, abort mission, and get the hell up out of there. So, I know some of y'all are probably thinking, DeVille, DeVille, why the hell are you talking about cash fish? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's with most things, man. I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed and Twitter feeds, and I just see so many people that um, while they're expressing their desires as to what they're looking for in the maid or whatever and, and I was just noticing more and more that these things one of the prerequisites that a lot of uh, women are having is all revolved around finances you know so and I'm not saying that finances aren't important there's a large uh, number of divorces every year it's like one of the top things that cause problems in relationships and cause divorces are finances you know that's a that's a, a mathematical fact right there. So, yes, finances are important, but it seems like the days are going of, you know, people trying to build something together or, you know, giving a guy a chance. I know you can't feed yourself off potential. You can't feed your family off potential, but some, <laughs> as sour as it might sound, man, somebody's got to date these dudes that's on the come up. I mean, think about it. When... Uh, people often use like Michelle and Barack, but that's kind of, that's kind of because 
Barack was going to Harvard. So the likelihood that he was going to do something with himself probably is a little higher than the average. But think about people like, uh, uh, <clears throat> um, no, no, can't use him either. <laughs> but uh, think about somebody like, who's one of these? I don't know a lot. See, I don't pay a lot of attention to famous people um, as far as their relationships and so on and so forth. But somebody like Gucci. Y'all know rap. Y'all know rap Gucci, man. Gucci, you know, and his old lady, his wife, they've been together forever. When he was broke, when he wasn't broke, when he was fat, when he was in prison, when he was in county jail, coming home, dealing with mental issues. She was there through that whole building and that growing process to get the Gucci man that she has today. You know what I mean? So it's like some 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 somebody's gonna have to go through the building process with these men. Same as with these women. Some guys are gonna have to go through the building process with this woman or helping this woman or sticking around while this woman uh, builds herself. It's 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 the same thing. If we living in this microwave type generation, this microwave type culture, where everybody just wants the finished product. Nobody wants to build it. Nobody wants to lay the foundation. Nobody wants to build a frame, lay the tiles, put down the paint, you know what I mean? Hit the drywall, you know what I mean? Put the cock in the bathroom. <laughs> Nobody wants to be around through the process. Nobody trusts the process anymore, you know? <clears throat> so everybody just wants to go out and find, you know, the, the perfect mate just off top off the rip, they have everything, they meet every prerequisite, remix bitches, they got everything that you want, and we come on to this guys of social media, you know, social media has sold us the illusion of don't settle, you know, don't settle, settle, know your worth, now these are good things, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you should settle, but a lot of people don't even understand what selling is. You know what I mean? Selling is is just, you know, going for something that is just completely the opposite of everything that you're you're after. Selling is not seeing somebody that might not be quite where you want them to be and saying, hey, I'm going to stick with this person through this process of them getting to be the person, you know, them, them reaching their potential. And then there's a lot of people out there that are quick to yell, I'm not going to sell, I'm not going to settle know my worth and what you bring to the table and you're not bringing anything to the table you know being attractive um well it's good and everybody wants a attractive a nice voluptuous or slim whatever their preference is everybody wants a good looking woman but at the same time there, there's more there has to be more than that there has to be you know conversation is important to some people physical fitness is important to some people everything you know the way that you will raise children all those things factor on into it your housekeeping your career orientation everything factors into your worth and what you're bringing to the table so really some of us need to sit down and take a look at ourselves and say what am i actually really bringing to the table you know what am i actually worth because when people say no you're worth Everybody always tends to overestimate their value. <laughs> the same way, look at it like this. The same way, I took my car one time. All right. I had a 90-something, might have been 96. 
think it was like a 96 DeVille Concourse, pearl white, peanut butter seats, wood grain, everything. Loved the car, but the car was going bad. Engine was going bad, so I took it to a dealership attempting to trade it in for another car. I didn't take it up there. I drove my other car up there because, like I said, this car was on its last leg. So I was just looking around, looking for a car I was interested in, and then so when I saw it, I saw a car, and I was asking them about the car and how much the car would cost, and they would never tell me what the car would cost. Uh, number one, a red flag if you're ever purchasing a vehicle. They won't tell you the price of the vehicle. You probably need to go to another dealership. But Young DeVille didn't know this. So they asked me how much would I say that my vehicle was worth. Now me, I was trying to be um, lowball myself. Because I knew the, um, the engine was going bad on the car. But for this car, just parts alone, if they scrapped it, parts alone. I was like, this car is worth at least a thousand bucks. So I told him a thousand. So he said, "Well, if you say think your car is worth a thousand, then that means I'm probably only gonna give you like five hundred. Why did he say that? He told me. He said because most people overestimate the value of their car because it's their car. See, he didn't know the deal, and I was trying to be honest with the guy because I didn't get how a lot of times these businesses work. I'm trying to be honest with the guy because the car was worth a thousand. I got a thousand over a thousand dollars for the car." when I traded in with somebody else. But <clears throat> saying all that, just to say that, when we start to put the value on ourselves, a lot of time we will overestimate the value of ourselves because it's us. So sit down sometimes, this one another day, sit down sometimes, look at yourself, evaluate yourself and decide for you. You don't have to tell everybody, you don't have to run out there and tell the world, but be disciplined enough to be honest with yourself about what you are worth. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Say it with me, people, because either way, you made a difference. That's right. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts about the VLDI, the podcast. I love y'all, and I'm out here. Peace.